With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the New Hollywood Podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos, and <laughs> I'm sitting next to... Amanda and Duca, and for this episode, we have If Bill Street Could Talk and Homecoming star Stefan James. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, we saw Bill Street, yeah, which yeah. I thought was amazing. Amazing, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, Stefan is kind of this. He's he's worked with some of like amazing people. Like yeah. he's worked with Ava Duvernay and now Barry. Barry. Yeah, he's and then he co-stars with Julia Roberts in Homecoming. Yeah. So like. And he's uh, he, he started off in Degrassi, right? <laughs> he's from he's Canadian. He's he from is, Toronto. Yeah, and we talked about how yeah. like his is and he's Jamaican too. Yeah. So we talked oh, a yeah, lot about yeah. uh, uh, his Jamaican upbringing and living in Toronto and um yeah just his career and how it's like kind of on this he's like this rising star. Yeah, he's just, also yeah. doing that Seventeen Bridges with. Yeah, he uh, couldn't tell us anything. He couldn't t- well, because yeah. he was about to, he was going to start filming. I think the next week or something after our conversation. But he's in it, and he's actually like the second lead after Chadwick. Yeah. So he definitely has a lot of things on the horizon that to look forward to, and he did like he did race. I don't know if you, the Jesse. Oh Lowe's yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, he's had a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff in, in his. He did Selma. Like mm-hmm. we just talked about working with Ava. Um, and he's part of like uh, Bill Street is like a huge contender, of course, yeah. this year for the Oscars. And uh, he, him and Kiki Lane, mm-hmm. they are so beautiful together in that film. And I, yeah, and it's it's a, it's a it's a James Baldwin book, so. Oh, so you know yeah. you, you're gonna you're gonna you're get gonna your get emotions. stuff yeah yeah. yeah and I'm hoping that like we'll, we'll see what's gonna happen if he's if you know him and Kiki since they're both fairly new yeah let's see if, if they're gonna get any kind of like recognition I mean we have the I'm golden sure golden yeah coming up and then obviously like all it's the a, nominations are gonna start rolling if anything in soon. like I think it will be they'll they'll uh that ensemble is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, I mean, Regina has gotten Regina, and won. I'm already. already. Yeah, I'm already campaigning. I'm a one man campaign <laughs> for, for Regina. For Regina King. Yeah. Um, yeah. So without further ado, here is Stefan. So, Stefan, thank you for being here and for doing this. Um, yeah. So I just want to start with like from the beginning. We like to, we like to kind of get a history um, for this podcast. So you, you're you from Canada. 
Yeah. And your parents are Jamaican or from are they did they grow up in Jamaica? My parents grew up in Jamaica, came to Canada when they were pretty young. So you are first generation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We always get we get a we lot get of excited. first generation. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 we're first yeah. generation yeah. too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What is that like in Canada? I mean, we know how it's like here. Or is it pretty similar? Is it the same? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's sort of the same. Yeah. I love when people talk about Canada like it's the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, you're so from Canada, Canada right? So far. It's so far. <laughs> Do y'all speak English uh, there? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, no. I mean, it's it's pretty much like how it would be here. Um, you know, you have a bunch of Toronto's one of the most multicultural cities in the world mm-hmm. per capita. It's like a smaller, cleaner New York. Mm-hmm. So that's true. <laughs> much yeah. Cleaner. yeah, yeah, yeah. I much love cleaner. Toronto. Much cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no garbage on the side of the road. Right, and everyone's nice. People minding their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the most part, we're pretty, yeah. we're pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you got a lot of immigrant sort of parents who you know come in and search for a better life for their families, and I guess I'm a product of that. Yeah. What, were, what were like some of the expectations that your 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 family had or your parents had for um, you guys? Always high expectations. Um, I think my mom, you know, always had high hopes for us, high dreams for us. Um, you know, she wanted us to be doctors and mm-hmm. lawyers and stuff like yes. that. Yes, same story. Yeah. <laughs> we like asking this question to see if it's across the board the same. It's definitely yeah. across, yeah, the, board. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. across yeah. the board. So, I mean, I, I didn't exactly become a doctor, but hopefully I'm <laughs> You <laughs> could play one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I, I found it interesting looking through your background. It, it looks like you graduated college and like started working fairly quickly like you I got. I didn't go to college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was I was supposed to. Okay. Uh, for forensic psychology. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually just <laughs> never, I, I worked so much that I never actually got to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. It said that you graduated from, it's a it was a collegiate something. Oh, collegiate. yeah. Well, that's my high school. Oh, it was a high school. So oh, okay. Collegiate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So you mm. got, so you got, so was this something that you were always wanting to do was acting? Yeah, I mean, I always knew that I, I liked acting, okay. um, but I've always been very, Reserved, so I didn't really know how it would how it would play out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I never really saw myself here per se. Um, you know, I sort of just took it slow. I, I started getting more heavily involved in my drama classes. Um, you know, perform in front of twenty people, and then like perform in front of your your high school, like five hundred people, and then you you go out and perform in other venues mm-hmm. um, with theater production companies, and and you know you start performing in front of two thousand people. And I sort of just got really comfortable in my own, you know, my own skin and then wanted to explore film and television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And have you, have you always, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, your career is, it's really growing. You know, you have Beale Street and then yeah. you have Homecoming. Yeah. Um, is, is, what's, what has been the highlight for you so far? <sighs> Even like so early on, you know, but has there been like something that has stuck out with you from where you are right now t- since when you started? Um... I don't know. There's sort of a lot of a lot of moments. My my biggest moment I, I sort of think back to I refer to a lot is when we after we did Selma, um, getting invited to the White House. Okay, which was crazy. That's not a bad a bad right. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was well, crazy. Well, right now I don't I don't know about right now, but back then. Back then, back then. Yeah, yeah. Seems so far. Yeah. Ago, yeah. The Obamas were in the house. Yeah. Back then. And um, so, like, how do roles, you know, like, I actually watched the first episode of Homecoming. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of parsing them out. I like to do what I call savor watching. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, homecoming. And uh, how do roles, like, in Homecoming and Beale Street indicate kind of what kind of performer you want to be? 
Um, I think if you look at both those projects, they're so vastly different, mm -hmm. you know, which is the cool thing for me. It's like every actor's dream to be able to do everything mm -hmm, and not mm -hmm. be typecast, um, you know, in a certain sort of pocket. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just love that Bio just has a totally different feel than Homecoming. Homecoming is like this, as you see, thriller, mysterious, mind bending. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Mind bending you know, is and, right. And, and really like a, a visual experience. And it's a half an hour drama for, mm -hmm. for Amazon. People could, could binge it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then Beale's like this, you know, it's a really slow burning feature film. It's Barry Jenkins, uh, you know, piece of art. And, um, you know, it's, it's much different. It's a period piece. It's, uh, you know, sort of a heavier, heavier type of drama. Yeah. So it just has a different feel. And I'm just so happy to be able to show people both sides. Uh -huh. How did how did they like did those projects come at the same time or how did how did you pretty close to each other. Okay. Pretty close yeah. to each other. I was I was in LA, um, you know, last summer and um and, you know, I found out Barry was making his new his new film and I've been a fan of Barry Jenkins ever since I saw Moonlight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I went back and watched his first film, Medicine for Melancholy. Yeah. And uh, I, I knew he was brilliant and I knew I wanted to work with him and I knew I was going to work with him. And I do this thing where I like manifest things into existence. I like, speak it into existence. Oh, I'll tell yeah. my best friends, oh yeah, I'm gonna do a movie wow. with Barry Jenkins. And that works. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying I think, too. I think you have to have that intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You gotta really believe it and uh -huh. know it when you say it. Yeah. You know, I literally told people, yeah, I'm gonna work with him. Mm. I'm gonna work with Barry. I didn't realize it'd be so soon. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, I knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I heard of this project, I didn't know who Baldwin was. I went and read If Bill Street Could Talk, mm -hmm. uh, read the script, and then I, you know, I put some, some scenes on tape for Barry. Um, and we had a lunch meeting in LA, and, and I put some more scenes on tape for him just to convince him that, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, I was mm -hmm. this guy. I really wanted this part. I really wanted to be a part of this project. And, and you know, a week later he called me, and then, you know, we started that. Um, but while I was filming Bill Street, I actually got. Um, the podcast for Homecoming. Mm -hmm. My manager sent me the podcast for Homecoming and I listened to it and it was my first podcast ever. Really? I didn't, even, I didn't even know what podcasts <laughs> yeah. were. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, when was this? This was last year. Really? I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like around this time. Uh -huh. Yeah, po podcasts are everywhere. Now, now you're on one. Yeah. No, I, now, <laughs> now, now, now I'm on one. one. <laughs> look, look at the irony. Right? But uh, literally it was around this time. We were, you know, I was in New York filming and I flew back to LA um, to audition for this homecoming podcast because I just thought it was brilliant. And you know, I knew Julia was gonna be a part of it and Sam Ashman, who I thought was incredible. And um, and so I said, you know what, I'm gonna sacrifice these two days, come out here, do a chemistry read and hopefully, you know, get on this project and oh, and that's wow. what happened. Yeah. Was was it with Julia or Yeah, I, oh, I chemistry wow. read with Julia here. Oh wow. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. None none whatsoever. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean like watching this just that the Kind of the the way they filmed that show, yeah, is it's like a, there's like an old school like you know, like we were talking about it's like almost, it. almost like Hitchcock yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah. it is that's that's a big inspiration for the show Hitchcock for sure yeah. yeah because just that there's that one scene it's like in the beginning of the first episode where they're showing Julie just walk through the building yeah. It, it, it just tripped me out because there was like overhead shots yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. the camera just goes and all over the like place. And even like the end, how they show the end credits and the scene is still moving, like mm -hmm. that, that that to me is like very, there's very something old school about And very it. almost it like different. creepy yeah. in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird, it's creepy. weird. I yeah, think yeah. they really tapped into something cool. Yeah. Um, and so you touched, we touched on this earlier. So you did Selma, you yeah. did um, uh, Race, and you did, you've, you've been part of these projects, a lot of these projects that have a message to them, like like a social media, oh, social media. A social civil, media a message. Social media, a civil <laughs> 
rights like kind of message or movement, um, a story to it. Bill Street, it's not necessarily based on you know real people, but it still has this um, like social socio political issue that it deals with. Something that we can probably um, equate to yeah, what's happening today. today. Um, so for you, what how do these how do these type of projects kind of resonate with our with our current? environment um i think a lot of them do in a lot of ways you know mm -hmm. a lot of these stories are so time unfortunately timely yeah that you know to me i just take it as my responsibility as an actor to sort of sort of retell these stories or shine light on something that people may have forgotten about mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean everything i do is very intentional very purposeful i pick these projects for a reason mm. um and you know, again, it's a lot of these things are unfortunately timely. Whether you look at some of the riots that you know taking place mm -hmm. just recently, mm -hmm. and then you know thinking that dang, they were doing the same thing in Selma in 1965, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you look at like the issue of mass incarceration, false imprisonment in in in, in Beale Street, and how that stuff is still so potent today. Mm -hmm. So you know, I think that because those things are so timely and, and, and prevalent in our society today, those are, that, that influences my decision in, in wanting to tackle those issues. What does it do to your spirit? Like, does it give you hope for the future? Like seeing that you're, you're playing this, uh, these, these type of stories today that are, that are period time, but we can still see them. Sure, it gives you hope, but it also breaks you yeah. in the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. those. Because <laughs> watching it, I know I kind of get discouraged a little no, bit. No, especially, and, but like even at the, in the very last frame of Beale Street. Yeah. I mean, uh, no spoilers, I guess. I no. mean, it's, it just, it just, um, there, there's a tinge of hope, but also tragedy in yeah. that, in that frame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, the, and you know, what's interesting is we filmed that ending that you saw like recently, like maybe in July. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, so the, the, the original ending to the movie was much, much different. And, and, you know, Barry sort of saw the first cut of his film and, and felt that, you know, maybe the audience needed a little bit more closure or, uh, you know, maybe a more hopeful sort of an, an ending. Mm -hmm. And though it's not completely hopeful, it still gives you a little bit more hope than I think yeah. what was originally planned. And in the book, it's, you know, the ending's pretty ambiguous, mm -hmm. but that's a credit to Barry Jenkins to, you know, sort of add a scene like that, which I think was important. Yeah. Do you kind of have in mind, like, what kind of legacy you want to leave as an actor? Like, do you think about stuff like that? Or is that too, was, too much? <laughs> <Is> that too <laughs> not, not really, I mean, I'm just an I'm just a, a craftsman. I'm an actor. You know, I'm a storyteller. I just like working. Um, it's my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. I haven't really thought about um, my legacy per se. I, I just hope people like what you know what I do. Mm -hmm. You know, just watch what I do, like it or not like it, <laughs> but appreciate it, have an opinion on it, talk about it. Hopefully, mm -hmm. it makes you talk and think. Um, you know, it may not play into your beliefs, um, but hopefully, it makes you think about things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like you you've worked like you you worked with Ava you've worked with Barry worked with Julia I'm on a first name basis <laughs> right for some reason <laughs> but um, was there like entering in working with these kind of these figures were you intimidated at all and what have you learned working with like with each of them um, you know. I'd be amiss to say that, you know, I, I just go into all of this totally, you know, nonchalant. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's just Julia. <laughs> it's just Julia Roberts. <laughs> um, but, you know, honestly, people ask me that question a lot about a, a lot about Julia, especially now. Like, were you nervous working with her or whatever? And honestly, no, she doesn't exude that sort of energy. She's mm. not that type of person that uh -huh. makes you feel nervous. Honestly, you could, within the first, like, few minutes of meeting her in my chemistry, you know, my chemistry test, 
you know, walk into a room, and if you've never been into a chemistry test, it's like, you know, all these bright lights and mm. producers sitting in the back. And, um, you know, they're sort of just waiting for your audition, they're waiting to see what you see what you got. And I walk into my audition, and, like, me and Julia start speaking about, like, Toronto and, like, uh-huh. our favorite restaurants, our favorite, like, <laughs> music. I don't even know how our conversation <laughs> got to this place mm-hmm. before we even read a line, mm-hmm. you know, from, from, the, from the script. And for me, I was like, wow, like, this is incredible, the fact that she was so personable and just so normal. And she really exudes that sort of energy. It's hard to be nervous around her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all. They're, I guess they're all just normal at the end yeah, of the they day. They are humans at the end of the yeah, day, but yeah. it's like, but they're just the only difference. Like they're humans, like who have like are in the public eye. Yeah, yeah and and who? What's like kind of? What's a big takeaway? I'm just curious, but working with Ava and and Barry, they're 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 they're. I feel like they're they're more than just filmmakers. Like they're oh, real yeah. true auteurs. Yeah, auteurs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the like, word right yeah. there. I mean, to have to just be so connected on a set, I really feel like. Your power as a filmmaker is what you make it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you look at somebody like Ava, who is so clued into like everything that's For happening real. on the set yeah. mm-hmm. and in life in general. You know, you, you're talking to a woman, you can't put anything past this woman. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's very, very, very smart, um, very detailed. And, you know, when she's when she's making a film, she's really making a film. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a, it's a, it's a process. It's a process with your actors. It's a process with, um, you know, your, 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 your scouters, your location scouts. Um, it's a process with, you know, your DPs and, you know, your camera people with the makeup and the wardrobe. And, and, you know, you got to have the same sort of relationship you have with your actors, with all those branches too, to be able to make the types of films that a Barry Jenkins makes and the type mm-hmm. of film that mm-hmm. a Ava DuVernay makes is having so everybody so intertwined. You know, making a film is like, it's like a big machine. And if there's like one part that's off, then it's just not gonna work. Mm-hmm. So you gotta make sure that every single part of this machine is, is like clicking. Yeah. And, and um, you know, that's what the best know how to do is to get everybody on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you kind of actually see that with Ava, especially yeah, yeah. on her Instagram page. Yeah. When she's working on Central Park Five right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, she films every single person on the set yeah. and tags oh, yeah. them. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a joke. It's yeah. a fa- it's a family situation. Yeah. It's like we're about to make a baby together. Yeah, you know, like, and she highlights what they do, and she, you know, they. She like, does not take anyone. She doesn't for take granted. anybody for granted, and, and that's I love like amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so what's next for you? So after you, obviously you have um, Seventeen Bridges with yeah. Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Um. Yeah. What What else can you tell us? I mean, can I just get two weeks off, please? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Yeah. What would you do if you had two weeks <laughs> yeah. off? Man, sleep or <laughs> Disneyland? <laughs> but, yeah, probably, probably catch up. Probably catch up on some sleep, but maybe yeah. a vacation. A vacation yeah. sounds nice, right? Uh, have you started Be- filming Seventeen Bridges? Yeah. Okay. Okay. How's it's, that? It's going? been incredible. Okay. Um, we're shooting in Philadelphia right now. Um, an incredible project again. Another one of the, those things that I feel like no one's seen me in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just exciting. It's just an, an exciting thing for me um, to like be able to. Not gonna give us anything. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, okay. it's, it's under wraps. It's un- yeah, oh, it's top, okay. Top secret. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's a great, it's a great cast and everything. So I mean, yeah, I feel like incredible. people are then, people are looking forward to it. Yeah, and then you have like Bill Street and Homecoming pretty much coming out around the same, the same time. time. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, a one-two punch. You probably should take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a break. A little breather. Yeah, fall off the map. We will welcome you back. <laughs> so before we wrap up we like to kind of like end it with like kind of funny fun questions we call it the facts okay. FAQs 
Um, so the first question is, could you describe yourself in three hashtags and why? <laughs> wow, wow. Um, hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag no sleep. Hashtag no sleep. <laughs> hashtag what is sleep? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I could relate to. <laughs> hashtag. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. It's an exciting time. Yeah, it, it is. is. You it know. is. It Despite like... some of the trash that's going on, it's still <laughs> yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then hashtag blessed. I mean, that's probably like a like oh, a cliche good. cliche hashtag, mm -hmm. but but when it's true, it's true. I when think. it's true, it's yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what's one Jamaican dish you can't live without? Oh man! Um, if you only had one for the rest of your life, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I'm probably gonna go with like curry goat. Okay. Oh, goat is amazing. Fire, yeah. fire oh flames. My yeah, I mean like fire flames. My because like you're, you're from my 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 Canadian from from Toronto when I lived in the Bay Area, they introduced me to beef patties okay. and cocoa bread. Mm. Okay. And, and yeah. So like they knew all. Like, I, I was living in the Bay Area. I, I was I was clueless about uh, Jamaican. Man, food. if you need any tips, I got you. Bro. <laughs> my mom, and, uh, my yeah. mom still cooks. Jamaican food only at the house. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. Pretty Do you much. cook Jamaican food? Yeah, every now and then I, <laughs> I chef it up, you know. But <laughs> is, is it the same as your mom's? Definitely not. I was gonna say it can never be. It could never be the same. Like with Filipino food, it's the same way. Oh really? Yeah. It's uh, like I can't eat. I can't eat at a Filipino restaurant unless. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll go, but I'm all this. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Right. You're, you're always like in the back of your head, like oh, my mom's is so For much sure. better. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks their mom is. So right. Right. So what's what's one role that you're itching to tackle that you haven't been yet? Uh, one role. I want to play a superhero. I was okay. Gonna say that. I was gonna. I was like, you should be in like a Marvel or DC yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Do you have one in mind? People that hasn't people been listen done yet. to the podcast. Yeah. You might um, <laughs> put it out there. Look, okay. Well, I mean, Spider Man. I think would be dope. Yeah. Oh, they have the black spot. Oh, it's a cartoon though. A cartoon. Oh, yeah. They have the. Black I'm, talking, I'm talking about the real, the real, real. The real one. The real one. Remember yeah, that yeah. campaign when they were trying to get Donald Glover to play? To oh, play, really? To play yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is it about Spider Man? What is it? Did you grow up with Spider? I mean, I love Spider-Man. I just yeah. think he's like, he's so cool. He's so personable, relatable. And it's mm -hmm. just like, Spider-Man could be anybody. He That's can. True. You know? I was thinking of what other black superheroes that are out there. I was going to say like Green Lantern. But Green Lantern, I don't yeah. know if that one wants to be touched yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Well, it might be. I mean, like, be, yeah. I mean, even Ryan Reynolds said that movie was trash. So yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, over, it's, uh, it's up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay if he says it. Spider-Man would be cool, though. I, yeah, yeah I want to. I mean, it's like, I hope it just gets to that point where it doesn't matter kind of who plays the role just as, yeah. you know like so too, man. yeah yeah uh, like cuz i know in the comics right now there's an asian superman like a oh, chinese no superman yeah. oh, are you I trying to put your pitch in right now <laughs> is that is that what that is <laughs> Like, no you guys way. listening out there? No, <laughs> I know this is Stefan's podcast, but let's let, let me pitch some stuff to y'all. <laughs> right. Um, so our final question is: uh, we we ask this to all of our guests. Um, is there an underrepresented voice in the industry that's not mainstream? An actor, writer, producer, or creator that you think deserves more shine than they're actually getting? I don't know, man. I'd probably just say like a, a run off a list of my friends. Yeah. yeah. No. Go ahead. Go probably don't want me to do that. <laughs> no. We we tell anyone just say whoever um, yeah. we might wow. know some <laughs> like uh, like my friends are like my biggest inspirations honestly mm -hmm. I got a great group of friends so um, my guy Lamar Johnson who just did the hate you give oh, oh yeah he came um, to our he came to our deadline party there you go cool. there yeah, you go yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. guy like okay. Scarborough grew up with him okay. from we were like diapers oh nice okay. so that's my oh, that's guy really cool really to see you guys are both like yeah, yeah coming you know, up yeah, yeah. yeah really really proud of him um, my guy DeForest Taylor who's like my producing partner writer mm -hmm. just a genius storyteller and 
you know, he's someone someone I really appreciate. Um, and also my brother, Shamir Anderson. People don't know this, but I have a brother who's an actor. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's doing a lot of really, really incredible yeah, work. Yeah, isn't he in the, the Destroyer, Nicole he's Kidman? Destroyer, yeah, Nicole no. Kidman. Oh, God. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, we've worked together a few times now, but, um, man, shout out to him. He's like, he's like the best in the game. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah, being here. Yeah, thank you. Great. Much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 